0: what do you think? A podcast where we discuss weird and unsolved mysteries and events, and give you our completely unprofessional opinion on them. I'm Jay, and with me here is B. Hello. Okay, and um, you might notice I'm a little bit husky today. Um, I had COVID a couple of weeks ago, and it has triggered my asthma in a pretty big way. So, back on the medicine that takes my voice away. <laughs> so, oh, I'm here to sound sexy for you, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> uh... All right, so tonight we've got a missing persons case where two people have actually vanished 11 months apart in very mysterious circumstances. So it's November 21st, 1987, in Mount Holly Plantation, South Carolina. Now, Karina and Stephen Malinowski are married, living together with their young sons, Thomas and James. And Karina's 11-year-old daughter, Annette, from whom she had had from a previous marriage. They lived on the large plantation property in the caretaker's cottage and Stephen ran the place. Now, Karina and Stephen, unfortunately, got into a fight that evening. And according to Stephen, resulted in Karina going off for a drive to cool off for a little bit. The next day, Karina did not show up for work, though, at the local supermarket, so her boss went driving around looking for her. What a good boss. I don't know if I've ever had a boss that would have gotten in the car and started driving around looking for me if I didn't show up for work. Uh, only to be like, you didn't show up for work, you're fired. <laughs> Get in the car. You're coming with me. <laughs> We're having a disciplinary
1: meeting. <laughs> yeah. need you to adjust your attitude. <laughs>
0: So the boss drives around and he finds her car abandoned just outside of the plantation exit. Karina is never seen again. Wait, is this a pine plantation? No. Uh, you know how in um, in uh, America they have those big like, well, they call them plantations. I don't know whether we have an equivalent here. Uh, I mean, it's South Carolina. So, okay. you know, it's the South and you've got the great big farms of some sort I want to say not like maybe the southern version of a ranch maybe but it's like yeah I don't know I I, I don't know what our equivalent is to be honest um, a big property let's just say that so um, I guess it would be something where you plant things like to me the th- first thing like trees. yeah well no the first thing that springs to mind for me is like you know up in Carnarvon you've got all the banana plantations up there uh, yeah. You're planting food sources and stuff? Like yeah, I don't know. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> I
1: was just wondering if it was a pine plantation. Because every Do- time I drive past a pine pine plantation, I'm like, there are so many bodies in there.
0: Well, they're actually starting to clear the uh the one up north. What's the one up north? Um Nangara? Yeah, Nangara Pine Plantation at the moment. That's where what I'm, I'm meant to be going for a bike ride, apparently. And I'm like, bodies. <laughs> bodies <laughs> yeah. everywhere
1: you serious well,
0: all I'm saying is when they they clear that place like get ready <laughs> I reckon clearing it yeah <laughs> <What>? that's crazy <laughs> that was what I heard I may be I may be wrong but I remember i remember to go do some research on that I
1: want to know if it's true yeah I'm yeah. sure one of the Bernies was taken up there yeah I think so yeah I think yeah. one of the Bernies victims was yeah. buried up there
0: yeah I mean they seem to be the uh Burial place of choice for many people, let's just say. But no, I feel like this plantation is not a pine plantation. Okay. So I guess in this situation, the instant thought is that the husband's killed her, he's done away with her, whatever. Although knowing what we know about how the police think about these sorts of things, they probably thought that she just went off and made a new life because that's what we usually come across. Yeah, they always like to do that, don't they? Yeah, that's it. But I think statistically it's a distinct possibility um, that... The husband has done something to her they know we know they had a fight right before so so this is literally a vanishing like she's gone without a trace the car is left behind and even like the door is open when the car is left behind like she's just sort of opened the door and ran so I'm not sure what the investigation was like by the police or even if there was an investigation at the time there's literally no information about it uh I feel like they just kind of seem to accept that people just disappear without a trace a little bit more back then, Uh you know. When was this again? 1987. So, you know, I think it's back in the days where, year before I was born, yeah, where people are like, oh, well, she had a fight with her husband. Yeah, why not? She just walked off. She's gone off with her boyfriend. You know, she's living a new life, whatever. So I just feel like people didn't look into things as much back then. So... So there's nothing to even say whether Stephen was looked at at the time. Some sources I read say that he was looked at suspiciously at first, but I'm honestly not sure how far it went because he was never charged with anything or or... there's no information basically around him getting interrogated or anything. Now reports coming out from people who knew them said that Stephen was actually a really violent guy and that the domestic violence had gotten so bad that Karina had actually been planning on leaving him for a, for a while. So I guess the question becomes, was this her leaving him or was this him making sure she couldn't leave him? What are your hmm. thoughts so far? Nothing so
1: far. I need more evidence.
0: Yeah, I guess. Oh, you know, like
1: weird, like as in you don't just disappear. Yeah, yeah. Obviously. Sure. Um, And it sounds like just the way the car was found.
0: Yeah, the car is the weird point to me. I think if the car was missing, I'd be like, Yeah, maybe she did just get, you know, escape him and I hope that's the case. So, Mm. you know, and I get leaving home like that if you're in a DV situation, for sure. But leaving my kids behind would just not be an option for me personally. How old were the kids? Uh, The boys were quite young um, and her daughter Annette was 11, I think. So, yeah, they, they you know, Annette was a little bit older, but the boys were quite young, so... I mean, it's not a judgment on her. Maybe she literally thought that she would die if she did not go right there and then and, you know, maybe he was, wasn't was violent towards the kids so she thought they'd be okay with him. Uh, we just yeah. don't know, you know. Maybe she thought she'd come back for them. We don't know what her train of thought was at the time. And, you know, if they'd gotten to a point where they'd had a fight and she really did feel like if I stay one more second I'm going to be dead, then sure, run, get the hell out of there, you know. We just don't know what happened that night basically. But we know that Karina is gone So 11 months later, 11 year old daughter who actually stayed living with Stephen after she disappeared, she was waiting at the bus stop for school along with her dog. So her dog used to walk down to the bus stop with her, sit there, wait for her to get on the bus and then go home. Cute. Now, multiple witnesses saw her waiting there. So we know that she went down to the bus stop. However, when the bus arrived to pick her up, she was gone. So the alarm is not sounded though until that afternoon when Annette does not arrive home from school. So this is when people start to think that things are a little bit weird. Also, the dog is gone. The dog never went home. So Annette and the dog have gone missing. From the bus stop, it seems. So Stephen, Stephen goes to the bus stop that afternoon, I guess, to see if she's like getting a later bus or something. You know, he's thinking, why isn't she home yet? And there at the bus stop, he finds a note and it says, dad, mama came back, give the boys a hug. Now, okay, for all intents and purposes, it looks as though Karina has come back, picked up Annette and taken her away. But is this what happened? And this is what we're talking about, obviously, whether or not that is the case or whether or not it was some sort of hoax. Now, they did analyse this note and they did decide that it was Annette's writing. So she did actually write this note. So what are your thoughts now?
1: Why did she just take the
0: daughter? Mm. Mm-hmm. I suppose because she was out on the road. The boys were probably up in the house. Probably, yeah. Uh, maybe mm,
1: the daughter's older. Mm-hmm. So maybe he's covering his tracks.
0: Oh, So, like, you think that he might have had something to do with it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you think this is sort of like a staged oh, she just went off with her mother situation. Yeah. I think, like, it's a weird situation and, and you know, I'm I'm su- such a pragmatic, practical thinker. The first thing that actually came through my head when I heard about this note left at the bus stop was how did the note not blow away? Yeah,
1: that in itself is weird because why on earth would you leave a note, a very um, important note, mm. just in hopes that the right person was going to, how do you know it was her? Like, it could have been someone else's mama.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Maybe we got you know? multiple people going to their mother- mama's. Yeah.
1: Oh, no. Maybe it was just like mama came back from the shops.
0: Yeah, right. Yeah. Was it specifically <laughs> right. her? Mama's no, no name being said in this. <laughs> Yeah, I know. But yeah, that's the first thing I thought was about the note. And I know it's a small thing in the grand scheme of things, but sometimes it's like the little details that get me. I just sort of fixate on the little things. Did she put, put a rock on top of the paper? Yeah, these are the things I need to know. Yeah. Um. So I guess we have two possibilities here. Either Stephen murdered them both or Karina really did run away and come back for Annette, you know, like it's one or the other in my mind. So let's have a look at each scenario. So could Stephen had killed Karina that night? Sure. I think that's a distinct possibility. We know with domestic violence, these things often end that way, right? He was a violent guy. Karina was planning on leaving him. So I guess to me that sort of says, yeah, I mean, he could have reacted really badly. They say that the uh, most dangerous time for someone in a domestic violence relationship is when they try and leave. So, So, yeah, I think that that in itself is a distinct possibility. But if he killed Karina, he had to have killed Annette too. So, if you think of it this way, if Karina is dead and she didn't really come back for Annette, then where's Annette gone? So, to me, yeah. it kind of is one or the other. You, you've either killed both of them or none of them. If you know what I mean. Yeah. So I mean, t- it's
1: too weird for it not to be the same.
0: Yeah, they have to. And two different. people shifting and setting hmm. up a new life like harder to cover your tracks yeah I agree yeah I mean it is the 80s though so you know we've got things were probably a little bit easier to go and start a new life I think um so if we have a case where he has killed Karina and Annette that means that he had to have forged the note of in some way or made her write it under duress so because we know yeah, that that's what I think they like compared the writing and, and and was Annette's writing is what they decided so did he make her write it under duress so and then he would have had to have set it up so that people saw her at the bus stop that morning as well. So there's a lot that sort of goes into it if this is the case, I think. So the week after Annette went missing, she had been scheduled to be the subject of a custody hearing too, which is interesting timing, I think. So so remember Annette was not Stephen's daughter. Uh, he, she was from a previous relationship. So I think that her father's family were trying to get her, I suppose, get her away from him. So maybe this is a factor maybe this is why if he did kill her he chose to do it at this time because you know these dv guys if i can't have you no one can Mm. but honestly if the timing is a factor it could be either a stepfather not wanting to give her back to her other family or a mother wanting to collect her before that happened as well you know maybe maybe if karina still is alive she got wind that this hearing was happening and she's like, no way, that that family is actually worse than Stephen, so I'm coming back to get you, you know. Mm. So I don't know. What do you think the likelihood is that they were both killed? Yeah, I reckon. You think it's possible? Yeah. Yeah, I think it's a possibility for sure. Um, They did do cadaver dogs on the property and around and nothing came up. So if they were killed, they weren't buried there. Yeah. So let's have a think uh, Think about them leaving to start a new life next. And I think that to me it's equally as possible. You know, and you know what sells it for me that this might be what happened is the dog, you know, like the dog's gone as well. Yeah. Unless Stevens killed the dog as well, which is possible, but also why would you? Uh, it sounds to me like the dog went with them. So, you know, I can sort of see the situation where Karina comes back to get Annette and Annette's like, I'm taking the dog too. And she's like, fine, just get in the car, let's go, sort of thing. But I feel like if he had killed her, then why, unless the dog was like trying to protect her or something like that maybe? I don't know. What are your thoughts on that?
1: Well, look, if we're going to go down the path of he did it, then he's going to have done it all. Mm. Clearly Mm. he's a psychopath.
0: Well, he's got some. the dog if you've just killed a woman and her daughter? It's true. It's true that's just more it's just collateral damage really yeah and I suppose it depends on how much you're thinking about what you're doing as well because you could argue that like if the dog is still there it means that um Annette got on the bus and she yeah. she left you know and the dog just went back home again like it always does but yeah to me the dog missing makes it even more mysterious you know so yeah what are your thoughts on the whole mum came to pick her up start a new life situation?
1: I just don't buy it. You don't? Nah, no, I don't know. I just don't. All right.
0: Talk me through your thought process.
1: Well, I'm just always so against the starting a new life thing whenever we do these ones. I just True. And, yeah, maybe it was a different time, but I just feel like two people escaping and starting a new life. Yeah. A young child at that. Yeah, I guess. 11, but, I mean, if you she could yourself- easily, like, you know, miss her stepfather and her brothers and get in contact with them Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. at a young age I think it would be harder to separate yourself from that um and not want to contact
0: yeah I guess so I mean I suppose 11 year olds how how attached are you to younger siblings like I think
1: at 11 you're still pretty attached to your younger siblings
0: Yeah, I suppose you're also at an age where you could be um, convinced not to do things as well by someone.
1: Yeah, but I feel like they're also, they can be convinced to do something, but they're also not as in control of their decisions and their emotions. So wanting to speak to her brothers or her stepdad because, yeah, he may have been abusive to the mum, but by all accounts, it sounds like he wasn't that bad with the kids.
0: Well, we don't know, do we? Yeah. Uh, you know, but be what like he
1: might have been a really great stepdad.
0: Hmm. You never know. Yeah, I don't know. It's uh, one of those things. Uh, and also, I think to myself, like, if, if she did go and start a new life, like, 11 is old enough to know who you are when you become an adult to remember who you are. Yeah. So why hasn't she come forward and said, oh, actually, this is what happened, you know, or something like that? And
1: that's the other part as well from being 11 to now. Yeah, The chances of her not having said something in all these years um, seems kind of slim.
0: Mm, Yeah. Now, as I was researching, I came across a couple of Reddit posts by someone who claims to be one of the sons, Thomas, so one of her little brothers. And he adds some pretty credible sounding information to the mix and it looks as though... I think on web sleuths they can be, like, confirmed, like, that they are who they say they are, and he has been confirmed. So we can let's just say that this is definitely Thomas. Mm -hmm. Now, he says that after Annette vanished his dad was not okay. Like, he really took it pretty badly that she left him and that Annette had sort of been taken as well. Apparently he had a pretty bad drug problem, which got even worse after they disappeared. Now, they left the area pretty much immediately after Annette went and they went to live with Stephen's parents. However, the drug problem just got so bad that the boys were eventually put into foster care and eventually they were adopted out and Stephen went on to marry and have more kids as well. This is all confirmed. What is very interesting, though, is that Thomas says after Annette disappeared, she actually called family members a couple of times and, like, whispered on the phone to them, like, when they ask, like, oh, my God, Annette, where are you? She would say someone was coming and she had to hang up. So I don't know. Let's unpack that for a second. So, okay, this may have been just someone doing a hoax for sure, you know, just trying to get in on the yeah. whole someone's disappeared action. But what if yeah. this was Annette? What, what does that add to the narrative? First of all, it says that she's still alive and she has gone off with Karina. But why would she be like trying to reach out for help by the sounds of it I don't know what are your thoughts on that maybe
1: Karina left with a bad person
0: Yes, yeah, sometimes we go from one bad relationship to another yep <laughs> <laughs> I don't need to tell you <laughs> <laughs> oh good god <laughs> um
1: <laughs> and a good one now so it's okay so far Uh, so good (laughs) it's all good it's fine it's fine (laughs) um yeah look maybe she's gone to another abuser maybe and now that abuser is abusing the daughter
0: maybe yeah now thomas said that in thinking about it apparently after karina went missing and before annette went missing family members would like be at the house and you know have, having family dues and whatever. And it would look like Annette was actually like on the slice, sort of signalling for people to sort of go upstairs with her, like she wanted to talk about something. I mean, people be dumb though, because if that was me, I would have been like, oh yeah, tell me all the shit. Um but nobody did. And they didn't realise till after that this was what she was actually doing. Mm. So I guess I can see a scenario where Karina leaves and assumes given Annette is not Stephen's biological child, she'll just go to her family, um, but then she doesn't. And, in fact, there is a hearing scheduled to fight for custody. You know, this makes the timing of things relevant if, if she came back to her, I think. Yeah. Um. I think it's really interesting that Stephen was actually willing to fight for custody of his stepdaughter, but he then went along to give up his two biological sons. That has to say something I think whether or not it's just saying that his drug problem got so out of control or if there was something else going on Um, Mm. you know I don't want to sort of be horrible but was there something going on that Stephen wanted his stepdaughter to stay in the house if you get what I'm saying Mm. I mean was there some sort of abuse going on you know that she was trying to signal to her other family about at the time and say look mum's gone this is what's happening in her absence but Everyone yeah. was too friggin' slow to work out what she was trying to do. So that's interesting. I think this sort of adds another layer to the whole family dynamic situation. Does it change anything for you? Do you still think that she, they're definitely dead or do you think that they could be away, got away from Stephen? Oh,
1: I'm 50-50.
0: Yeah, I think this case I'm definitely 50-50. I think it could go either way. Yeah. Yeah. Now, there was an anonymous caller tip in 2000 which told authorities where exactly Annette's body was buried. It was not found there, though, so it seems to have been a hoax. I mean, to me, if we're talking sort of final thoughts, I'm feeling like Karina escaped that night and she actually came back for Annette. That's sort of like, as I said, I'm sort of 50 50, but maybe I'm like 55 45, slightly more towards this. So, this is why I think that this is what might be what happened. When Karina disappeared, her car was found at the edge of the plantation with the door wide open. This to me says that somebody picked her up. I think that if Stephen killed her, he would have staged it a little bit better by putting her car by a bus stop or something like that, and, and, you know, he would have at least shut the door and made it look like she's sort of left of her own accord without any sort of rush having Mm -hmm. happened. We then have the fact that Annette disappeared from the bus stop, something that we know because people saw her there, and I think that the bus stop's probably like a really place to just sort of swing past and grab someone and just be like, quick, get in the car. And also the dog gone too. That to me, I, I know that I pick up on these really weird little sticking points, but to me, that's a sticking point that the dog's gone to. The note was written in in Annette's handwriting and literally says what happened. Why wouldn't we believe it? Like, what are our reasons to not believe what that note had said? It's interesting about Annette possibly calling family afterwards as well. So I, I feel like if I had to put my money on one, one of the two, that's why I would probably tend more towards them having gotten away from Stephen. What happened after that, I don't know. Was it like from one bad situation to another, a new guy maybe, maybe the person who rescued Karina was, was not a nice guy and, you know, that just sort of went downhill from there. The fact that nobody has connected with the boys in adulthood isn't interesting. Like you said, like, why wouldn't she reach out and be like, I'm your lost sister? Yeah. By all accounts, Stephen is just a hopeless junkie now. So not much of a threat if that was an issue for her. Yeah. But yeah, I just, I don't know. I hope that it's not a case of they got away, they started a new life, and then the new life was worse than old life. But that's probably my take on it and that's what I would choose if I had to put money on it. What are your final thoughts?
1: Yeah, I'm kind of leaning towards that sort of thing too, that they escaped and went just somewhere equally as bad. Maybe one of them is dead. Maybe one of them is alive. Maybe they're both
0: dead. Um. Yeah, out of the frying pan into the fire. Yeah. Yeah, and I guess, you know, like I said, when, when people – Uh, in that that mode of uh, getting into domestic violence relationships sometimes that's all they know and they're the sort of people that they go for but also when you're desperate and you're in a really bad situation like you're going to latch onto whoever can promise you freedom you know and all it's going to take is one bad person to take advantage of that and like I said out of of the frying pan into the fire so so yeah don't go
1: for danger because it feels safe that sounds really weird but it's true yeah
0: it's because
1: yeah so when you're with someone who doesn't do all of these things that you're so used to you actually in a roundabout very strange way feel uneasy Mm. because you're not used to something healthy and something normal Mm -hmm. so when someone's doing nice things for you in a not so like like genuinely being nice and genuinely doing nice things for you and treating you kind and with respect with no ulterior motive you're like what's your ulterior motive here
0: yeah because you're so I
1: am a bit like what's got you know like I don't trust you what's going on like can I trust you is this all part of your game um Mm. so yeah, you go from chaos to chaos if that's all you know because that is what actually in a really fucked up weird way feels normal and safe to you.
0: But also these narcissistic people that sort of become the abusers in the relationship, they're very good at reading those people and, you know, knowing what it's going to take to win them over, you know, a bit of love bombing, that sort of thing, Mm. you know, is what it takes to win them over. And when you've been so starved for love for so long, you just take it, you know. But anyway, everyone let us know what you think. What happened to Karina and Annette? Do you think that they went off and made a new life? And did that life look pretty grim? Let us know what you think. And uh, we'll see you all next time. Bye. Bye.